Uh, Ryan, can we please have a one-word prompt? Yes. Sparkler. Sparkler. Oh, okay. Sparkler. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Sparkler. That was always the go-to, like, kid firework. Uh, fireworks being illegal in Illinois. Um, every year, the summer trip to my family's cabin, you just stock up on all the fireworks because that's all that exists off the highway in Wisconsin, apparently, is just, like, firework stores and, like, porn shops or whatever. And then <laughs> so we would just go ape shit when we got to the cabin, finally. Wow. I wonder how you can combine those two, but uh, we'll get that in one second. Hey, welcome to the Over Talking Podcast with your hosts, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. This is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies as chosen by our guests. And this week we watched 1917. World War I. World War I. Uh, I don't know. I like sparklers still, though. I think yeah. uh, maybe just because the, they're so easily available. <laughs> the five seconds uh, of excitement. <laughs> And I don't have to worry about the cops coming to get me uh, when I True. let them off. Yeah. So that's that's nice. I was at a, a friend's wedding where they had planned a photo. Like after the ceremony, the party was already like halfway through. And then we're like, okay, everybody is going to go outside now. And this was like in the winter, so it sucked. <laughs> and we we stood in two lines like t- in front of the entrance of the building. And then they handed out sparklers. And the point was to like light them all and have the couple like walk through the line of people, which would create a fantastic photo, except for the fact that sparklers last for like five seconds. So the coordination of everybody <laughs> scrambling to try to like light them at once was like this. Uh, mine's out already. They're not even here. Like I, <laughs> we planned this Super. poorly. Yeah. Uh, easier said than that's done. Uh, I think I like the idea, but that's dumb. Uh, yeah. Poorly executed. That, so CJ, you and I both have weddings coming up and I don't know. To me, the whole picture-taking thing, I, I'm worried that it's going to like take away from the rest of the night. Because I've been to so many weddings where the photographer is like, oh, we got to get this photo, and you got to get that photo. And it's like, it's great, you know, capturing the moment, but why don't you just capture the moment, not create some moment just for the picture? I don't know. Yeah, I agree where, yeah, we like met with our, had like a Zoom with our photographer, and I said more or less exactly that of like, I'm not really big on like, I want a couple posed pictures, but then yeah, like just take pictures of my friends and family, like enjoying themselves. Like I want those natural, like, "Ah, oh, look, somebody said something funny over there. They're having a good time. (laughs) Yeah. And hey, speaking of funny, (coughs) our guest this week, it's Chicago comedy icon, Ryan Holtman. (laughs) Hi all! Welcome back. Hi Ryan. Oh, thanks for having me. Oh my God, where's my sparkler farewell? My sparkler send off. <laughs> oh, you're leaving already? Oh, okay. That was no. That was <laughs> I know. I'm like, I, I do a little bit. I, you know, you guys were talking about that, and I served weddings. That was one of my summer gigs. Oh, and uh, yeah, we would do like the sparkler, the sparkler send off, but. If you both do those for your weddings, you should get like they have long sparklers. Like that's true, yeah. Uh, oh, like okay. they are like really long, and smart. yeah, they last. I mean, they last a little longer, but it's like ten it's, seconds. I mean, it's ten seconds. <laughs> the, if the short ones last five, these last ten. So whoa, twice as long. Get excited! <laughs> it's like I know. <laughs> also, like the sparkler, or the the firework porn shop like it could be a i I don't know i don't want to say a sustainable business model but 
at least the tagline that you could have is like, you know, fireworks aren't the only thing exploding in here. Like, get on in. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're both 18 <laughs> plus. You have to be an adult. You have to, that's right. It's the same audience, basically. Yeah. It's true. It's true. It's like a Venn diagram. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's countless, oh I know, like firework shops in Wisconsin, like, as soon as you get over the border, there, there's one there. So, like, they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Are fireworks still illegal in Illinois? I think so. Is that the... Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Even though, yeah, like, you hear 4th of July is, like, a, a week straight of fireworks every night. Right. Yeah, I wonder how well it's actually enforced. Yeah. I, I, all, but... I'm, like, I'm like, they're still illegal. Oh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I'll be back, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of uh, speaking of explosions and things like that, uh, Segway. it really reminds me a lot of our movie this week. So <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back to talk about 1917 and more Woo! coming up on the Overtalking Podcast. Woo! They're walking into a trap. Your orders are to deliver a message calling off tomorrow morning's attack. We've got orders to cross here. That is the German front line. If we're not clever about this, no one will get to your brother. I will. And we're back on the Overtalking Podcast, joined once again by returning guest Ryan Holtman. And we're talking about 1917. Ryan, we are going to put 30 seconds on the clock for you to describe for someone who's never heard or seen the movie 1917, what it's all about. Ready, go. Let's go. Uh, two bull. It's about, we take, it's April 9th or 6th, 1917, World War One. We're in France. Um, but on the British lines, two boys are given a mission to by Colin Firth to go on a crazy expedition to uh, relay a message to the, the this other gets... battalion uh, so that a lot of people don't die. And they need to do it in one day. Five, and, four, <laughs> uh, three. And it's very fun. Two, and it's a lighthearted comedy. One. It's <laughs> no, <laughs> what? <laughs> and hilarity ensues. watch the wrong thing. <laughs> hilarity ensues. And sound effects. <laughs> we should also We should also put, spoiler alert, we're going to be spoiling this movie. So if anybody... Yeah. If anybody hasn't seen it, I highly recommend watching before you listen on. <laughs> yeah. First this is my first viewing of it. I've never oh seen God. it before. Yeah. <gasps> There's not a oh ton of God. twists or, or things to spoil other than just like plot beats, but yeah, yeah we're we're gonna get into all of it. So uh, but yeah, definitely the first time watching for me too. And it was uh it was an experience for sure. <laughs> I this is a certified film, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't a movie. That is true. This is cinema. This is not just a movie. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Ryan, first question: <laughs> Why did you choose this movie? You know, I thought that for and now listeners don't know this; they're listening later, maybe in this week or next. But uh, it's movie's biggest night. <laughs> We're recording on the on the eve of the ninety something Oscars, and I thought. Um, uh, 2023, I thought we might as well have a prestige film, former Academy Award winning film, 1917. Also, I freaking, I love this movie. I love it. This was my third time seeing it. And every single time, I know, I can, I know. I just, I love how intense it is. I, I just think like it's the best. It's such efficient, 
storytelling, very effective storytelling. And it's it's like it's like everything is purposeful in this movie. Everything yeah. comes back around and it's yeah, it's the best. I I'm obsessed. Uh, Sam Mendes, Sam Mendes, I'll kiss your feet. I'll kiss your feet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, I thought it's it's so good. That's why I chose it. I, I figured I'd subjected you both to movies of my youth. Uh-huh. And um masterpieces of my youth. And now I thought I'd I'd subject you both to a masterpiece of my young adulthood. Yeah, masterpieces, huh? Okay, we're going with that word for the other ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no dissent. No dissent. Right. <laughs> no. No comment either. Uh, so. <laughs> so one thing we haven't talked about this movie yet is the way it's presented. Um, yeah. Which is mm-hmm. probably the the biggest selling point for me. Where yeah. it is presented as one continuous shot, except for a break where there's a, a bit of a time jump uh, where yeah. we'll get to maybe that in a little bit. But yeah, it's presented as one continuous in real time shot of this uh, army, uh, uh, British army soldier trying to deliver a message across no man's land. And uh, it's awesome. I love movies that do this because the uh, yeah. like, cinematic, uh, the, the way they have to move the camera to get it that way and look great throughout the entire movie is just mind boggling and an achievement in and of its own right. So very, very Agreed. cool to watch. Just the fact that they pulled it off like that is like, just, yeah, my brain is like the logistics of that alone is like so impressive with those set pieces in like mud and shit. And yeah, I couldn't understand how they were moving the camera half the time. So, yeah. Sometimes it's clearly like, you know, maybe on a dolly behind it, but then they're like crawling through water and I'm like, how the hell are they, getting yeah. this camera in there too like there's no there's no transition like clear transition so i don't know it's wild it's so good roger deacon's cinematographer of this film shout he out he served it up he served it up yeah. he really did i it's yeah incredible. i also i mean i yeah it's literally like how did they do that and i watched a behind the scenes thing it actually mm. and you both might be surprised it was all one shot the whole thing it was one. No. No, Season no. and I are shaking our heads. Not, not buying it. No. They just did it all in one day. It's unreal. <laughs> yeah. If they did, um, then like everyone involved should immediately win the Oscar for every category right. ever. It's like it's Can like you I've never seen a movie the coordination that... for yeah. like of... every actor. There's so many people in this movie that would have been wild. Literally, it's like, have you ever seen a movie that's a literal Rube Goldberg machine? <laughs> My mind immediately was like, when does George McKay get to go to the bathroom? This dude's in every scene. <laughs> what happens if he got to pee? Oh my God, I never even thought about that. I never did. I mean, he doesn't. I was shitting myself yeah. through half this movie, so I'm sure he was too. But um. oh my God. The, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I, I think... Now, the, these the two boys on their journey across no man's land through the German trench trenches and then, you know, be, and beyond, I'd be dead in Dome, no man's land. Oh, I'd be yeah. dead there. I know no one's shooting mm-hmm. at me, but I'd, you know, you cut, spoiler, you cut your hand, stick it into a corpse. <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's it for me. One of the first things that happens. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and the first, like, I, I thought for sure, like, oh, this dude's done already. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they're like five minutes in. They're like, all right, here we go. Oh, God, I cut my hand and now it's infected. 
<laughs> immediately. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Yeah. Where like I mean, back then that could kill you. I think like just one infection probably killed many people. Yeah. Literally. I, I tap out at like in no man's land where for you both, where, where do you tap out? Like in that journey? Where's the, where's the, this is, this is too much. I mean, if you're on the journey, I, I probably tap out before this, but the, yeah. <laughs> the most like visceral reaction I had was when they're in, they make their way into the like German bunker that's deserted and an explosion goes off. And, uh, one of the main dudes ha- is just covered in dust and is like pulled out of rubble and then is just like coughing and spitting out dust and has it in his eyes and his eyes are all like red and inflamed like that like even just being the actor in that scene i'm like god that must have sucked (laughs) i would have been pissed pissed oh yeah for sure uh realistically i'm a complete coward so uh going over the first trench wall yeah uh, (laughs) leaving leaving the bunker (laughs) the start of the movie that's where i tap out like i don't want to be here i'm done He flicks holy alcohol on you. He goes, and God bless you. (laughs) Or I could just stay here. You could get somebody else. Maybe not. I wonder. What do you think? What do you think they even used for the dust? I was watching it and I was like, I wonder if this is graham cracker crumbs. Because I'm like, how is it not? How is he not dying? You know? Yeah. I mean, well, like, whatever it is, too, you see him, the stuff that's in his mouth, like, it becomes like sludge. Like it, it is some yeah. material that is absorbing all the like moisture in his mouth. And then he's like having a, Oh God, it was God. disgusting. Brutal. Brutal. I wouldn't make it. I don't think I'd make it. I'm sorry to the second Devers. I, I'm not going to get there. Yeah. I won't. Sorry um, to those like hundreds of soldiers that will die because <laughs> in the trap, but I'm like kissing my brother goodbye. I go, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, good luck, babe. Like, hope you're in the last wave so that you know what a shit show like this is. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy because I didn't even, I, from all of my studies too, and I'm talking school, I didn't, uh, I didn't even realize how many, I, 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 I forgot how many people died in the First World War, which is 20 million people. I think, and then 21 million casualties, or I'm sorry, sorry, injuries, injuries, injuries. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Google told me. It was supposed to, it's like, they called it like the war to end all wars or something, right? Like the great war, like they, little did they yeah. know. Yeah. World War Two was one. like, hold my beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was brutal. Absolutely 20 million, brutal. huh? All right. Hopefully, we'll, we'll see. hopefully after that, they were like, okay, maybe not. Maybe, maybe a little too far. A little too far with the second one. This is yeah. This one's pretty bad. I know. Even even the I think like that's so it's so wild because like the stakes were so high. Every like the stakes in this movie were so high, but the stakes during both of those wars like literally so high. Like you couldn't fail. But that wasn't just like I mean that might have been Tuesday, but that's also Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Like it's every day. Like yeah. it's like. When do you sleep? I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. Something I was thinking too while watching it, it was like, okay, so this is this takes place in 1917, the titular year. It's been over a hundred years since then. Do we think like 30, 40 years from now, are we still gonna be seeing like World War II, World War One movies? Or will it eventually just kind of like fade away? 
I think we'll keep seeing him. As long as we don't enter a new world war, <laughs> uh, I think we will continue to see them just because it was a huge, yeah, you know, such a momentous occasion with with people uh, of um, American descent and you know our allies. Yeah, we're not. I mean, we're we're doing smaller things now that are you know pretty important as well, but nothing quite at the scale of World War One and Two. So I think it's still going to be entertaining forever. Yeah, the the human condition in war, I don't think we'll ever cease to be intrigued by that. <laughs> yeah. So stop. So stop the World War One erasure, CJ. Stop. <laughs> Never it's happened. It's made up. Yeah, despite what CJ says, it happened. Uh, <laughs> nah, fake. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> I, um, I do think it's it's sort of interesting too of like World War One and World War Two movies like. The soundtrack, big orchestra flares and timpani drums and all that. And then like Vietnam War movies, it's like starts out with some Rolling Stones and like CCR and stuff like that. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, kind of a different mood we're setting, but okay. Interesting. Yeah. Seriously. Everyone's so jaded by all the world wars at that point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I gotta I gotta be honest, in regards to the soundtrack of this film. I have to be honest, as if as if I was about to like tell You've a been lie. Lying like, this whole time. Don't lie to us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I didn't like this movie. What am I saying? Um, uh, <laughs> Thomas Newman has done it again. He really went off with this soundtrack. I thought uh, the score. <laughs> I'm literally like Thomas Newman. You got a friend in me. Like <laughs> 1970. Um, I work to the soundtrack. I like listen to the soundtrack at work and it makes me like work oh, wow. faster. Wow. Yeah. If I want to crank through emails, I go to like the, when he's like running through the abandoned city or whatever sequence that is like, oh, God, I, I oh, go to God. that and I'm like, I think the only situation I would ever listen to the soundtrack in is if the coffee didn't give me enough anxiety in the morning, <laughs> uh, <laughs> then I would put it on and just start sweating. Yeah. So, be on edge. Yeah. That, by the way, that scene, my favorite part of the movie. He's running through this like rubble town at night, and there's flares going off. And so the only light we get is every few seconds when a flare is in the sky. I was like, holy shit. Like, th- that's where it hit me. I was like, this is so cool. This is cinema. <laughs> this is so cool. Yes. You go, this is, this is war. Yeah. This that's is war, baby. War. Yeah, it was unreal. Yeah, the lighting in that, and when he's like, so cool. Like right before, right before he he's like running to the bridge where he's gonna jump off. The blue, I notice something new every time I watch this movie. The blue hues of like the early, early morning meeting, like the fire of the city, like on the walls. It, if you didn't clock it, go back and watch. It's insane. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like it's so beautiful and like like it's freaking hell. And yeah, it's just like oh my god, this is nuts yeah, yeah just like the set design of this entire movie is like oh this is so beautiful to look at when yeah. i was uh researching trivia for later uh one of the things Oof. that i couldn't make into a question was those flares that they were shooting off were actually just lights that they had on uh like rope and pulleys that they would drag across the ah. set so that they could get it the exact timing they wanted and, the and highlight the different areas specifically when they wanted. And it was all thought out. It was all planned. And it obviously worked work. amazingly. Yeah. You know, this brings to mind a question. So I, so as an actor uh, myself, 
I always like to like like be like this sounds so so just like oh I'm in the I'm in the industry <laughs> not Dreadboard. like not really I'm like watching it um <laughs> pass me by but uh like I'm always like okay what minor character like what is the most minor character that I would want to play in this film and in whatever yeah. film I'm watching and sometimes I do inanimate objects so oh, I right. pick <laughs> I I pick an inanimate object and a minor character that I would be in this movie. And I want you both Ooh. to guess, oh, wow. guess who and what two, right. two different things, two different things. All right. The inanimate object is the main dude's canteen. Okay. okay. I, I don't know why. I just think that'd be interesting because it was featured a lot. Um, really what? Lance Corporal Schofield. Yes. <laughs> okay. CJ, what do you, what do you think? Inanimate object, barbed wire that cuts his hand at the way beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Okay. Got him. Uh, no, I'm, I'm actually, and this is sad, I'm the cherry blossoms. That's ah, what I mean. nice. Cherry blossoms in the river. Wow. In the river of corpses. In the river. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the beauty before the nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going nice. to crawl over like 20 floating dead bodies. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. The bloated Yeah. I don't want to disrespect the dead, but the bloated dead bodies were truly just ugly. Some ugly looking motherfucking gross. Really gross. <laughs> so what okay. um what's yeah, what, what minor character? Uh, minor character. Okay, you you both have to guess. I'm holding your feet to the fire. <laughs> the fire of the burning mm. church. <laughs> okay, can I ask a question? Is this a speaking role? Yes. The uh, little French baby. Hesitant. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got it. Yes. That would be the French baby. <laughs> <laughs> A wee petit baby. Yeah. I was like, see, Ken's like, uh, speaking well? I go, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Right. I could tell it was it was some sort of trick question because you were very <laughs> hesitant to answer that. Uh. Yeah, I just think I I do one scene. I grab the audience by the neck. I say, "Look at the horrors of war," and and I uh, and then I drink my milk. <laughs> I drink my unpasteurized. Actually, the only thing scarier than this journey that that they go on is going on this journey and drinking pasteurized milk. And shitting your brains out in addition <laughs> to the horrors. Yeah, just finding a or just a, a pail of just milk just out there yeah. and deciding this is probably okay to drink. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, what scary. was he thinking? Yeah. yeah. What was he thinking? Just some hot milk in a bucket. Just some hot milk dead in a too. So, how long has that been there? I have no idea. Yeah. I, Gross. I know. I wonder if it was it was it was warm. It must have been warm. It had to have been warm. Yeah, just sitting out there, flies buzzing around. Oh, <laughs> the 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 viewers. The viewers are all like currently listening. The listeners are all like, okay, next. Like they're like skipping ahead. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, no more milk talk. This gross anymore. Yeah. Let's go back to the floating corpses. Uh, That's a better. <laughs> no, let's not. Um... <laughs> So to touch on something we we talked about a little bit earlier Mm -hmm. was the fact that like, yeah, this is probably someone's actual job in World War One to run messages. Yeah. 
And then at the end of the movie, he finally, spoiler alert, does deliver the message. Woo! Only a smidge too late, which is okay. And then basically the main dude's like, fuck off. And he gets like one good job and then that's it. And then this dude probably is like now a part of this battalion and then is just going to have to keep keep doing this for the rest of the war. Like it's just one day, but that was like hell enough for a lifetime. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's wild. I don't know. Yeah. Very thankless job. So he gets sort of the end of the movie. He meets up with his best friend's like brother, has to give the terrible news that he died. And then just kind of like the brother is like, hey, like, go get yourself patched up and get some food. Like you've been through hell. And he's like, okay, yeah, cool. And then just starts drifting out into pasture and finds a tree and sits down there, which like I get that probably at the end of all that you you would just want to like lay down wherever you're at but yeah, also yeah maybe like get patched up and eat some food <laughs> or like sleep on a cot or something like i i don't know that that would have been my move to just be like slowly kind of drift out where no one can then see you in case you do pass out and into a like a coma or know. something <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's pretty beat up, yeah. but at the same time, like the mental toll that he must have taken yeah. to to get there, and then still not quite get there in time, but you know enough to save some people. Like, I don't know, I would need a beat to just like process before I can go take well, that's care of myself. Like, I would have just collapsed where I stood, like if, if yeah. finally to be like, okay, I did all the things. I'm just yeah. gonna lay down here. <laughs> that's it. I'm done. Yeah, sure. I'd yeah. be. I'd be pissed to be one of those soldiers that like went over in the first wave like got booted and then heard that the attack was not supposed to happen i'd be like (laughs) immediately off i I go that's it carry me out like i'm done (laughs) absolutely Uh, brutal yeah i really not funny but uh, no No. awful one one question i had for the both of you so towards the end so Mm -hmm. he's he's so close to getting the message to the general or whatever uh, title he had. And he decides, okay, I can't go through the trench because there's all these bodies here. It'll take me forever. So I'm going to go out into the active war zone and run across the top of the trench and like full on sprint to get there quicker. Mm -hmm. As these troops are coming out of the trench and going into war, he then trips like twice (laughs) And the camera kind of keeps zooming by. Do we think that was on purpose? I, I, I judging by the camera's not. behavior, I don't think so. No, no. Those both both of those were accidental. But everyone was told, no matter what, just keep, keep going yeah. until Sam Mendes has stopped. So yeah, they he, he the second time he got hit, he did a perfect barrel roll and it got back up right away. It's yeah. pretty cool. Oh my god! Yeah, I get I get decked. And I just, I'm like, well, that's, I'm staying down. (laughs) What the fuck? I'm trying to help you all. (laughs) (laughs) I I know. It it was also such a shock that the person he has to deliver the message to is is none other than Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lieutenant Benedict Cumberbatch. (laughs) I was like, what's he doing here? (laughs) Dr. Strange? And Colin Firth at the beginning too is the uh, the other general. Yeah, pretty Firth. pretty wild that they got these big people in very small roles effectively. Colin Firth of the of the um, King's Speech and Nanny McPhee. Mm. Never seen either of those. You haven't seen the King's Speech? That's another Oscar winner, isn't it? Pretty sure. An Oscar winner. 
Are we are we watching tonight? Are we watching the Oscars? Yeah. We we have not watched in several years. Yeah. No. Really? I will, watch, I will watch whatever whoever slaps Chris Rock this year and that's <laughs> going to be it. So. Is he coming back actually? Is that good? Is he coming back? I don't know. No. Chris Rock might, but uh Will Smith I'm sure is not. No, I no. I don't think so. Okay, never mind. <laughs> have there been like uh what Oscar movies have you been watching or are you like hoping wins? Oh man, all of them. I've been watching all of them. I've been, what's what's I, up I've for seen... best movie? I mean, everyone's going to listen to this and already know who won, but. Um... Everything, everywhere, all at once, which I think will probably win. Uh, and is good. my favorite movie. I know, so good. Uh, but what about Top Gun Maverick? That's up for best picture, apparently. No. That was a great movie. <laughs> I'm like. But no. I'm, re- it I'm ready be for it. I'm ready for my sparkler send off. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Top Gun Maverick. It brought back movies. Though. Oh my God. Avatar is up for Best Picture, too. Are you kidding? That was insane. Yeah, of course it is. That was I haven't seen that yet. I, I still want to see Tar. I, I just watched Tar. that the other day. It, it, oh, I, nice. I, I enjoyed it. It's, a, it's an interesting ride they take you on. It's so wild that they made a whole movie about uh, repaving a parking lot. Tar. I know. That's so wild. I and I hear Kate Blanchett is gen, um, rev, revolutionary <laughs> as the parking lot paper. I know. He just really just melts into that role. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> Bravo, you too. Really There's bad. another movie that kind of fits the, the 1917 theme All Quiet on the Western Front. Have either of you seen this one? Nope. No, but okay. that not. movie is actually pro pro war, which I think is a little surprising. Pro war? No, I'm just kidding. Could you imagine? <laughs> I'm wondering how you even do that. But, uh, like, yeah, it was financed by big war, trying to push their message. <laughs> the government, it's U.S. Army, big steel, big steel, barbed wire. This uh, <laughs> big yeah. barbed wire. Big barbed wire. I know. I I was I was like trying to think if anybody watched 1917 and took away that war is good. I'd really love to pick their brain. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. I mean, they're like, this is how it should be all the time. Wow. Yeah. Providing so many jobs. I'm literally. I'm in a cafe with them. I go, please don't say another word. Stop. It's bad. It's bad. This dude just hates cows and dogs. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. this movie rocks. And planes. Oh my God, <laughs> and the planes. dead dog. That's so sad. Oh, yeah. I go, was that a dead dog? It was. And then a little bit later, they're on the truck. And yeah. Oh, wait, was that what you're referring to? That one guy's like, oh, is that a dead dog? Just yes. calls it back. I thought that yeah. was comic relief. I wasn't sure, but it was. It was funny. <laughs> Is that a dead dog? Well, yeah, that's a dead dog. What about the dead human? Huh? What oh, so we're prioritizing animals over human beings? Okay. Is that where hmm. we're at? Hmm. How Big dog is pushing that message. <laughs> oh, my God. My America. Did you see the, the dog in the trenches? <laughs> what, what is he doing there? What's he doing there? <laughs> Taking jobs from human beings. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it leads to the bigger point of like, what are any of them doing there? No, yeah. I mean. Children. Boys. Yeah. Oh, These are boys, boys, not men. These are boys, not men. <laughs> Neither boys to men. 
These are boys. Well, there will be men after this. You know, there will be men. They'll be scarred after this. They. Yeah. I was watching with my friend, and he was like, he was like, no wonder they're all calling for like their moms. Like they're truly boys. Like they're mm. adolescent youth. And I was like, oh my god, I never even thought about that. Like they're, yeah. Of course, we've seen grown men call for their mothers as well. Nothing wrong with that. The the patriarchy would would have you think that something is wrong with that, but it's not. It's perfectly natural. Like like me, mere minutes before, I'm like scream. I'm like mama. I'm like as the French like, baby. As the French mama, mama, oui, oui, la boulangerie, mon cigarette, mama, du fromage, omelette du fromage, croque monsieur. I I start saying I'm like one day more. Another day, another destiny. I'm like the little, I'm still like the little French baby. Smoking a cigarette. Smoking, Smoking a little cigarette. They're born that way. Suck yeah. it on a ciggy. They're mm-hmm. born that way. Um, yeah, really bad. Really just, yeah, brutal. Just boys. Just boys. If I want anybody to take anything away from this podcast listening, not even the movie, just this listening, it's this. They were boys. <laughs> They're boys. Right. They're boys. They're boys. Well, baby right, boys. Well, I got some other things that uh, people might be able to take away from this uh, podcast. Y'all want to do some trivia? Yes. Because it's time for. Hey, did you do that? Uh, yeah, that means <laughs> it's time to pit our guests and CJ head to head to see who knows the most about what we watch. CJ Ryan, are you two ready? I was born ready. Ready and afraid. Mm. Okay. First. Question. Uh, we already talked about this a little bit, but despite being presented as one continuous shot, how long was it was not obviously, uh, and how long was the longest single continuous shot in the movie? I want to say obviously. I think they did a pretty good job of trying to make it seem like. <laughs> well, in one part there, it is obvious. Like there's a yeah, it's there's a time jump. Uh, we didn't even talk about that. At one point, the dude gets knocked out, and it clearly is like nighttime when he wakes up. But they just keep the camera on George McKay. They're just like okay. We gotta wait till it's dark. <laughs> yeah, cut out all the footage of him napping. <laughs> oh my god! Um, how long was the was the longest continuous shot? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they. I mean, they did a really good job. I my mind immediately went to like twenty or thirty minutes, but that seems impossible. But I, it looked like it. I don't know. I'll, I'll say twenty minutes. I don't know. Okay, Ryan. That's good, CJ. That's all well and fine. But I think I'm going to do um, 15 minutes. All right. But both are very optimistic for what is possible uh, with a huge movie like this. But um, good on you for, for thinking the editing is that tight, which it is. Anyway, eight and a half minutes is the correct answer, which is still pretty long. Yeah. If you think about it. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. That's really wild. How long was the shortest? They're doing some serious war scene, and like one of the actors breaks, they just like start laughing, and it's like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> They're like, "Okay, cut." I'll say a minute, uh, thirty no. seconds, thirty-nine seconds. Ah, do I get a point so, for that? I'm under. Yeah, you, you. So you both get one point, I believe. Okay. Woo! Good. <laughs> That's wild. I, I guess yeah. I fell into the magic of the movie, and yeah. I. That's where my fifteen-minute-long shot came from. Yeah, shame on me for suspending my disbelief and enjoying the experience. 
I, I was very curious because I, I knew this was not all one shot when I was watching it because that's kind of impossible. But I was looking for places like where they could cut. And I don't know. I, I couldn't catch any. But I'm sure at some point they like went behind someone's back and it turned dark for a second. And so that's probably how they did it. But yeah, yeah. I caught one where I was like, OK, I think they cut there because the only thing in the shot was like dirt and sky and it makes you think that you're like coming around this dirt hill. But in my mind, it was like, oh, they could have just had something that is spinning, but the camera mm -hmm. isn't moving to like make that effect. Oh, yeah. interesting. Oh my God. Everyone's, <laughs> it's that, that TikTok part. Everyone's so creative. Like how they do that. That's crazy. Yeah. But I tried to know. find how many actual cuts there were in the movie, and I, I couldn't find an actual number, but it, it was like, 40s or 50s for the number of like actual individual there for sure is some youtuber out there that has pinpointed every single one sure. <laughs> and we'll walk sure. you through a two-hour youtube video of where everything is i'm watching it yeah. i'm watching it i gotta know i do <laughs> yeah so uh next question how long did it take the actors to rehearse before shooting began probably wanted to have that really down i months two months i have no idea i'm gonna i'm gonna say um six months six months is exactly correct whoa <laughs> yeah, I, i'm familiar with the craft i know what goes <laughs> into <right>. it <laughs> that's right yeah, you get the inside knowledge so yeah it looked like that it looked like six months of rehearsal <laughs> <laughs> no admittedly mine was just a guess so wow but yeah, yeah pretty pretty cool I wonder, like, they're also rehearsing, like, where the camera will be and, like, what, like, Probably. do you think that's part of it? Okay. It's got to be, right? Yeah. Like, the lighting and all of that stuff. You've got to, like, land where you're standing so the shot works and all that. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I imagine it's got to be decently precise. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. No, I said, I said your mark is with that dead horse in Ditch 4. <laughs> so I, th I thought yeah. you said 3. Oh, my bad. <laughs> George, so many I, dead horses around here, head. dude. Yeah. Damn it, Sam. Uh. George, don't drink the milk. <laughs> it's prop it's, milk, George. Don't actually. Prop milk. Prop milk. That's wax. It's wax. <laughs> just hot wax. <laughs> yeah. He's acting like it's cool. Like he's just like, wow. and it's like burning him. <laughs> George, don't forget it's it's not milk. Don't feed that to the baby. No, it's not. Uh, like they're like and Ryan, like yeah, I'm like ooh petite, petite moi. Like, <laughs> like it. <laughs> Give me my wet. Yeah. Okay, I'm be see that I'm beating your ass. Yeah, that's I'm not let's surprised. Go. Let's well, go. let's see if you know this next one. Uh, and Ryan, you might. So CJ, you're gonna need to answer first. Okay. Um, is this a real story? Ooh. They say there's like a thank you card at the end. I, I'm going to say yes. I'm sure they took like little liberties here and there, but I think overall, I, I think I think so. Okay. Ryan? The answer is yes. It is a true story. Huh. Maybe I <laughs> left this a little too open, too open to interpretation because I wrote no, it's not a true story. Uh, it was inspired what? by director Sam Mendez's uh, grandfather's World War One experiences, but he didn't like all the things that happened in this movie weren't didn't actually happen. He was a runner, like he he delivered messages, and 
had some, you know, harrowing experiences, but not none of really the ones that were in this movie. And also like the whole beloved brother plot and stuff like that. Um, so I said, no, I'm going to say no. Darn. What, what even is the story? Yeah. Be prepared for what the backlash. Is, the Ken, is all I'll say is, you know, if you're ready for those comments. <laughs> right. I don't... Sure. Come in. Fine, Ken. The story might not be real, but the emotions were the emotions That's of true. fear and fright. It was my feelings are yeah. valid. <laughs> yes. Sorry. So I guess I'm still, CJ, I'm still being, well, I guess we both got a point. Okay. Well, no, we didn't because it's, we both lost it. No, it doesn't matter, but yeah. All right. Next question. Uh, This film won three Academy Awards in 2020. Name which categories it won the awards in. Good luck. If you get, like, the naming of some of these categories are, like, kind of specific. So if you get close, I'll, I'll give you the point. Best picture, best actor, something with, like, cinematography is that one okay okay that, that's okay. close enough for me to get an idea of okay thank you. category so that's fine uh ryan what are your three okay cinematography i know because i just watched his speech it was unremarkable but you know it's still a good watch also <laughs> roger deakins is taking on all of these year movies he did 2049 blade runner blade runner 2049 too oh wow and so yes i'm like what is it deakins with the years you're so obsessed. It's crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay, cinematography. I would guess sound design. And I'm going to guess score. Okay, so here's the actual ones. Best achievement in cinematography. You both got that one. Okay. Uh, Period. Best achievement in sound mixing. Close enough, Ryan. You got that one, too. And then best achievement in visual effects, which neither uh, do that, but okay. I wouldn't even have thought that was a category. So, score, um, yeah, score, score can be mm, visual. Hmm. <laughs> score <laughs> cannot <laughs> be visual. I, I do not think so. Have you ever read music, Ken? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's not displayed on the screen for you. You need I was to see it to read it. <laughs> it's not. It's not. But you can definitely picture those staccato notes going through your head. Sure. Visual effects. All right. The, speaking of score, the new score, Ryan is still up four to two. Okay. <laughs> uh, next question. Including that Academy Award, how many awards did the cinematographer win for this movie alone? Like across the... Like, across the board of every award you could possibly win. How many awards did he win, including that Academy Award? Four. Okay. <laughs> I'm literally like... Did you see the movie? <laughs> 20. 20. I was going to say 20. I'll guess 17. Something's closer, but it was 40. I didn't oh, know there were God. that many categories, like things you could win. Jesus. Not 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 at the Academy Awards, just awards in general. Maybe I didn't award that correctly. Oh, gotcha. But, uh, I, I mean, I still would not have guessed 40. That's yeah, crazy. That's wild. You yeah. got the BAFTAs. They had probably the BAFTAs in the bag. That's they right. probably had the BAFTAs all over the place. Does Ryan all... get that point for being closer? Yeah, he gets the point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, 23 away, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> nailed it. I got it. <laughs> I know. I would also, also, real quick, real quick. I would not be a good shot, like, oh, like with my gun. No, oh, yeah. a marksman. Yeah, I would not. I'd be like firing at the guy in the tower. I'd be like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> 
Yeah, I would not. As a near, near certain, I would not even make it up those stairs because I'd be like, no, I'm not going to go. Sorry. Okay. It's all muddy. I don't want to get in there. Yeah, Ugh, I wanna, gross. No. I hate to say it. I definitely would be a stickler for mud getting everywhere. Yeah. I really do. I, it's it's I w- awful. I was thinking about that. Like in the beginning, when they're walking through no man's land, the dude, there's like puddles everywhere, and they're making no effort to avoid the puddles. <laughs> and I was just thinking, like, well, you know, maybe I would step around that one. Or, yeah, doesn't seem that out of the way to take my a couple wet, steps. My wet and wild spring in of 1917. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the alternate, the original title, uh, which they, <laughs> they yeah. shortened it. I go spring they break. Like, woo! They see me <laughs> standing in no man's land. Go. Go. I like. I'm like. Oh, hello, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Who's up for some mud wrestling? <laughs> Who wants? I'm like holding up a slip and slide. I'm like, come on. <laughs> Where'd you so, get a kiddie pool from? <laughs> I'm like Lance Corporal. <laughs> Lance Corporal. Man, <laughs> I traded my biscuit for mm. uh, yeah, the bread. A pool. Okay. All right. I'm ready. All also, right. not a joking matter, this maybe. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's not. I, I also apologize to anyone who is maybe offended of us making light of a very serious situation. This is just how we deal with things. Trauma. So, trauma. You it's also laugh. a movie for entertainment. <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> this is coming back in 10 years. This episode is coming back in 10 years, and it's coming for all three of us. And yeah. I'm going to say, when it does, I'm going to say yes. It should. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if this increases listener uh, listenership, yeah, right? the like, controversy uh, around this, yeah, yeah. Any press is good press, except probably not. Uh, right. I, I last question. Let's movie. get out. Let's get out of this. Uh, next, I last love question. This movie. <laughs> what is the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter score in percentage closest without going over? CJ, since you're losing, you go first. What? No, you go last. Yeah, Ryan goes first. I guess. Um... 83, 83% fresh. Okay. I'm thinking higher, so I will go 84. 84 is closer. You get the point, CJ, but it's actually 89%. Woo! Yeah. I thought it was oh going to break 90, to be honest, but had to play it. Smart. What do the points look like at this point? Oh, Ryan won, for sure. For sure? Okay. Yeah. Ryan, you're our winner. Congratulations. Oh, my God. Thank you. I'd, I'd like to thank my mother and my father. <laughs> Um, I'd like to thank everybody that made this possible. <laughs> Roger Deacon, Sam Mendes. Hot milk, Mendes cigarettes. Hot milk, I don't know. I've been saying Sam Mendes. Isn't that the musician? Is that someone else? Maybe, maybe it's both. Is that the same person? No. It's multi-talented? Oh, Sean Mendes. No. Yeah. Right, right. no, guys. Sean Mendes. No, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, don't. <laughs> Ross. Don't spit on my boy's good name. Yeah. Don't drag him into this conversation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What do you guys think the audience score was on Rotten Tomatoes? Just for fun. Oh. Probably around the same, like a 90? I'd say 95. Yeah, 88%, so around the same. Yeah. No, oh, wow. What is with people? They suck, for one. <laughs> they do. They do. Well, let's see what, uh, what we all would give this. So it's time for ratings. It seems so much longer than <laughs> without hearing it. Um, anyway, 
<laughs> Ryan, on a scale of one to ten, what would you rate nineteen seventeen for you? I mean, I gotta give it to him. I gotta give it to him for ten. I, I thought it's so good. Wow. I'm sorry. It's, I, yeah, I, it's so good from the details to the storytelling. It's it's amazing, and it's stressful to watch, and it's really, really just well done. And I also think like detailed stuff like they fire the flare you see the flare go off in the distance like it's just so detailed Mm -hmm. like just beautiful and impactful so i gotta say 10 out of 10 yeah really good i'm I'm an easy critic here i am (laughs) but i mean this movie really knocked it out of the park (laughs) how about you guys lay lay into it (laughs) well what would you give it siege I'm not laying into it. This was a cinematic masterpiece. This is getting a nine. This was, I had a great time. I I really like was invested. I enjoyed my time. I wasn't on my phone. It was, it's a great way to spend an afternoon. Yeah. I, I, what's, what's holding it back for you for the perfect 10? I mean, honestly, the dust part, I, him spitting up and getting (laughs) in his eyes. Just too uncomfortable to watch. Just, yeah, it's gross. Uh, Yucky. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just the horrors. Dock it down a point. They needed more French babies. I think that's what's really holding me back. Okay. Um, Kat, how about you? For me? Yeah. I mean, you both said it. It's a cinematic masterpiece. You know, I'm not usually a big war film guy, but yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. Because every time I do sit down and watch like a good war movie, which I mean, maybe is the only time I'm watching them. So maybe that's why I'm liking, I bet I do like them then. So, but yeah, I mean, just alone, alone for the way that this movie is shot and spliced together to be in real time in one continuous shot for the entire movie is enough for me to give it a full 10 out of 10. Wow. That is is incredible to watch. Uh, and then even beyond that, the the story is really engaging. Like I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. It's so stressful. Really, just an awesome story, awesome journey. I'm for sure gonna watch this again at some point. So yeah, ten out of ten for me. Damn. Okay. Amazing. That's a that's a twenty nine out of thirty. That's an A. That's a great score. That's an A plus. <laughs> I might be making wow. the end of year list. I, I think it will. Whoa! <gasps> oh my god! I did that. Unless we get a bunch ah. of full 10 out of 10s. Uh, yeah. Think, uh, Comeback story of the century. Guest Ryan coming on with <laughs> going from Aquamarine <laughs> to this. What did we um what did we all rate Aquamarine? I think I give it a 12, 12 talking starfish out of 10. <laughs> that's, that's probably right. That, that sounds, sounds exactly right. right. <laughs> <laughs> You're so close. Yeah. Ryan gave it uh, an 11 and a half. Um, I gave it a four and Ken gave it a three. So, yeah, I guess war over fish. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, we're all pro-war. I go, go, just wait for my next movie, Battle of the Deep. Like, it's like, I merge war and fish. I don't don't know. That's not even a real movie, but, you know. Should be. Uh, Hollywood, if you're listening. Hollywood, if you're listening, make more real-time one-shot looking movies because it's awesome please birdman have you seen that one that one's fun oh yeah, yeah that's right unsettling unsettling yeah i would say unsettling <laughs> yeah. yeah there's yeah, some man. weird stressful. ones stressful to watch this movie's crazy 
this movie really is just all over the place. It's unreal. Great pick. Yeah, very good. Thank you for choosing it. Uh, and thank you for, no, for you coming guys. on, Ryan. Oh, my God. Boys, the pleasure has been all mine. <laughs> do, you, do you have anything you, uh, you want to plug at the end here? And this episode is coming out this Wednesday, March 15th. <laughs> Perfect. Mm. Uh, everything that I have is before March 15th. So, no, um, yeah. Well, uh, can I just say, always a pleasure to be here. Thanks so much for inviting me back. Um, yes, I would, I'm going to plug my two improv teams uh, at Whimsy Lohan Improv. It's W H I M S Y instead of Lindsay Lohan. This is now the second improv team where we've made a reference to Lindsay Lohan. This isn't me. This is, I don't know why this keeps happening. Um, but that's sort of, you know, what's going on. And um, we have shows coming up. A follow our Instagram. Uh, most of them are in, in April. And um, uh, my other team, Firm and Fair, uh, has a one night only show coming up March 24th at the Corn Servitory. Tickets are $12, 10 p.m. BYOB. It's a real fun time. Um, we've done the show a few. I mean, it's it's one night only, but we've done it before. But we don't have to tell anybody that. Uh, but <laughs> really fun show, improv, comedy, uh, stand up, maybe kissing. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I know. I know. I know your. I know your audience. They love. <laughs> That's right. They're a bunch of freaks. Love, yeah, a bunch of freaks. Take kinky lovers. Okay. They. Uh, yeah. So. So that's coming up too. So. Yeah. But thank you again for having me on. It's. It's always a pleasure, and I'm glad. I'm glad I finally chose a winner. Um, <laughs> hey, so are we. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a winner in your eyes. The other yeah. films were both winners in mine. Uh, you know. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> sure. All subjective. Well, thank you again. Uh, CJ, what do we have to plug? You can follow us on all the things at Overtaking Pod. Uh, email us like actor Wayne Knight did at overtakingpod at gmail.com. Call our text us at usacat1591. <laughs> Go to our website, overtakingpod.party. Type in the word Ryan to find his previous episodes. They all are fantastic. Yes. Oh, my God. Thank you, guys. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Oh, no. They're here. No. Yeah, the, the Overtalking Overlords have arrived. They are, of course, for new listeners, there are ghastly otherworldly landlords who show uh, up at the end of every episode to remind me to remind you. If you like the show, please go on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and rate and review. Reviews are what help people find this podcast. Also, we spend no money in advertising. So if you like the show, please tell a friend and spread the word. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. My God, that's fast. Wow. Yeah. Five years, baby. Take, just like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> one take. <laughs> Eat your heart out, Roger Deacon. That's right. <laughs> and as we always say, we petite baby. We petite. We petite baby. Bye. Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was produced by Ken and CJ, edited by CJ. This week's special guest was Ryan Holtman. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. Oh, it's brutal. It's brutal. Bless you. I'm I'm sorry, I wasn't supposed to call attention to your cough. Um wait. <laughs> I also the I like literally like making it a plot point. I'm like, very yeah, very true, CJ. They were sick in this movie too. <laughs> <laughs> and we're clear. Yeah. Cough break. <laughs> We're out. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
appreciate that empathy, right? <laughs> yeah. Hanging in there. If, if the boys are sick, I'm sick too. You know. <laughs> 